0: to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit Englishin10minutes.com.
1: today, Wendy and I are talking about faru, which is a type of Portuguese music that we've enjoyed since we've been living here in Portugal. And it's unique to Portugal and it very much forms part of the Portuguese identity, I think. So Wendy, what is faru?
0: What is fado? It's a bit hard to explain. Well the word faru means something like fate or destiny, and the music is very much filled with emotion, and often quite sad emotions. Uh, there's a, a word in Portuguese called, well, the word in, is saudade, which uh, doesn't really have a good English translation. It's something like longing and missing and nostalgia, you know, having uh, being sad that things aren't the way that they used to be before. And so this word comes up a lot in Fado songs. And they're not all sad. Some of them are quite happy, but they're all... Very emotional. So even if you don't understand a single word of Portuguese, I think that the emotion really comes across through the music and it can be a very powerful experience to watch Fado being sung live.
1: Wow, that's a good answer. It's interesting that there's actually a Fadu Museum here in Lisbon, and we've been to it, and there's a video that they've set up, and it's very well done, and they have these interviews with these uh, fadistas, who are the people who sing Faru, and they actually ask all of them that exact question, what is Faru? Mm. And it's a very basic, simple question, or it seems to be, mm. and they all have so much trouble answering it. Yeah. And so they just sort of stand there and they say, "Oh." Oh gosh, I don't know. <laughs> and they can't really explain it or they can't really describe it. And so it really goes beyond just a type of music, it's something mm. more than that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I would say it's something quite visceral, something that people feel very deeply, especially the performers, you know, people who have dedicated their lives to singing Fado or to playing because the the singers are accompanied by a classical guitar and also another instrument that's called a Portuguese guitar uh, that's a little bit different from your typical acoustic guitar. And I think... All the people who are in this Fado world, they're really consumed by it and can't think about anything else. And uh, yeah, it's like I said, very powerful and very full of emotions.
1: So you know more about Fado than I do, but Mm -hmm. I believe it was born here in Lisbon Mm -hmm. and in particular in one of the historical neighborhoods of Lisbon, which is called the Muraria. Mm -hmm. And so what else can you tell me about that?
0: Yeah, so it Fado came about uh, initially in Mouraria, which was a very poor neighborhood, and so it was very much a music of the working class and and the lower classes. It was actually sung by prostitutes in many cases. And then it was a particular prostitute named Maria Severa who was um one of her clients, let's say, was from the higher classes and he would take her out, you know, to the the fancy events that he would go to, to the bullfights and fancy dinners and things like that. And then she started singing in public to the higher classes. And that's when it kind of became popular on a national level and it became accepted by all different types of Portuguese people. And then it was much later with Amalia Rodriguez who really made it internationally famous and she toured all over the world and filled theaters and stadiums and that was was when fado really became known around the world
1: and the same thing happened with us because we knew of a song That was sung by Amalia, Mm -hmm. uh, which in translation is called the Portuguese house. Mm -hmm. And so when we were thinking about moving to Portugal, this became a kind of um, just a a song that we would think about sometimes because we were aware of the song and we also wanted to move to Portugal, have a Portuguese house, so to speak. Not Mm -hmm. exactly the the one that she describes in the song. Um, Mm -hmm. And in fact, where we live in Lisbon is very close to where Amalia herself lived. Yes. And so her house is now a museum and you can go into it and we've been into it to see where she lived.
0: Mm-hmm. There's also a lovely little cafe inside there and there's a great courtyard where you can sit and eat and hang out. So yeah, it's a beautiful house and all of her furnishings and everything is there just as she left it when she died. Um, yeah, so Amalia, she's known as the Queen of Fado, and she is definitely the most famous Fado singer. She's not alive anymore. She died in 1999, I believe. But there are others who have come after her. And now there are Fadistas who are kind of modernizing Fado a bit. So you have kind of a new kind of Fado that's being sung now. And it is more modern, more kind of... I don't know, upbeat and maybe something a bit more attractive to younger people. But the traditional stuff is also still very popular, at least among certain circles.
1: Yeah, it's a very traditional country. So, yeah, I'm sure some people maybe aren't really happy with this new direction that some Fado might be going in, but um, so be it. Yeah. So there are quite a few different ways that you can see Fado in Lisbon and elsewhere in the country, I'm sure, as well um
0: yeah it's really mostly a lisbon thing at least the photo that i know and the photo that we hear in lisbon that is from lisbon there there are one or two other cities that have their own type of photo quimbra is one of them but it's a different style um and if you if you listen to very much photo you'll be able to to pick out pretty quickly which is quimbra photo and which is lisbon photo and i think that porto might have its own kind of photo as well, if I remember right. But yeah, it really is specific to Lisbon, at least the kind that we're talking about right now.
1: So a lot of people who come here as tourists, especially those who come as part of a group tour, will go to these Faro houses, which are in the Alfama. Alfama is the most famous of the historical neighborhoods of Lisbon. It's not the Muraria, which is where Fado was born, but it's essentially the neighborhood that's next to that. And you can go and, and have a, a dinner and a show. Um, Which is a good introduction, I guess, to Fado. It's quite a touristy operation, but Mm -hmm. it's very popular and a lot of people do it.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's quite expensive. And I think that's why it's become something that only tourists do, because it's really beyond the reach of most Portuguese people. The salaries are not very high here. And you can easily spend 100 euros for a dinner for two people uh, at one of these Fado houses. Now, you do get a performance, uh, you know, along with your meal, so you can think. Of it as paying for the performance and the meal together, and you know, maybe that's not such a bad price. And, and the quality is very good of the performance if you go to one of those places, but I prefer to go to kind of dive bars where the quality might not be so good and you never really know exactly who's going to be singing on any given night, but for one it's much cheaper because you can just buy one drink, so you can have a glass of wine for 4 euros and that's all you spend as opposed to spending 50 euros in a photo house and you can sit there all night. And and listen to you know people sing for hours and it's very very intimate it's a really um really small bar and there's no stage or anything. The singers are just standing, you know, right in the middle of the crowd. And that's my favorite way to watch Fado.
1: Yeah, and even sometimes, even though there are dive bars, like you said, sometimes some famous Fado singers come and sing at these places, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, I, there's one particular bar uh, that I like to go to, which is called Taskarushiku. And one night I saw Marisa. In and Marisa is the most famous faru singer who is alive today, I would say. Um, so she is in her early 40s, and she she was actually from Mozambique originally, but then she moved to Lisbon when she was very young, about 3 years old, and kind of grew up in the Moraria. And so she sings, I would say, traditional faru and she did not actually sing the night that she that I saw her there but she was sitting at the table right next to me and some of the other farishtas who were with her and were her friends and sitting at her table, they did get up and sing. I didn't know them by face. Maybe they were also famous, but I don't really know that many f- famous father singers. So I didn't recognize them to see them, but it was a fantastic show that night. So yeah, it's, it's always a gamble as to what you're going to get.
1: Yeah. But I guess that's part of the attraction. You see a similar thing in comedy clubs um, in New York, for example, where mm-hmm. some of the famous comedians like to go to these kind of crummy little comedy bars when they could sell out a huge arena, Mm -hmm. but they prefer to go to these little ones and it's a lot more intimate and it's a, a different experience for them.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: All right. So hopefully we'll see some more photo while we're living here.
0: I'm sure that we will. Thanks for listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit englishin10minutes.com.